host, Sasha Gray. I am also another host of the program. My name is David Guy Levy. And on this episode, we have the hilarious Jonathan Daniel Brown. Jonathan Hello. Daniel Brown. Oh, hey. hey. How's it going, guys? Are you ready for a massage? Oh, fuck yes, I am. Yeah. All right, well, th- well William, then let's get this started. Send everyone in. Today we have uh, uh, Marcia. Hello. And she's working on Jonathan Daniel Brown. Hi, Marcia. Nice to meet you. San- Hi, Jonathan. Sandra's working on Sasha, per usual. Hello, Sasha. And today we have Joe working on me, stepping in for Ariana, who's out. How's it going? Hey, Joe. Anything to pick up anyone to focus on? Yeah, right. My left leg is a little. Not really. Like, I have like a strain. Like, I don't think it's good. Really, it's really sleepless. No, not really. Feel free to really just. Yeah, I'm good. Maybe if you go I'll but take a look at that. Do you get massages often? Not often enough. Wow. <laughs> You've had massages before. Well, I like, I, the last massage I had was, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. It was like a, it was like a gift card, like to this like random place in Encino called okay. Happy Feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was one of those it wasn't here. a full, it wasn't full body. It was just like Man, a. That's a classy gift. It was from my mom. Go to Happy <laughs> <laughs> What you say, David. That's very sweet. <laughs> well, Jonathan, welcome to the show, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, do you know, tell everyone uh, how we might know you. What, 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 how do you see yourself in the world? Um, I see Who's myself. Jonathan? I see myself kind of as like this jack of all trades, where I'm. I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing with my life, but I guess I'm in the entertainment industry. Uh, I've starred in two movies, which is a really weird sentence to say out loud. Um, Project X, which came out in. 2012, yeah. and uh, Kid Good Cannabis, movie. which just uh, came out a couple months ago, and it's now on VOD and on iTunes, and I believe it's coming out on DVD in uh, mid-July, and Blu-ray as well, and that was fun, that was a really cool opportunity, and uh, I do some, uh, I do a lot of writing, mm-hmm. um, a, I sold a pilot recently that I, I can't really talk about it yet, but that's pretty cool, nice. and I'm uh, just about to finish a, a screenplay, an action comedy I've been writing forever. And then I, I host a stand-up show at a restaurant called Wood and Vine, which good is on... Good restaurant. Yeah, it's a good restaurant, and it's on Hollywood and Vine, so it's, like, really easy to remember, like, how to get there. And that's every Tuesday at 8 p.m., so that's really fun. Oh, cool. You just started that successfully, and you're going all summer long? Yeah, we're just going uh, to... The first show was yesterday, and it was a big hit. We had, like, a shitload of people, and so I think we're moving to a bigger room. Oh, cool. In, in the restaurant itself. Wow. Oh, my God. This is incredible. <laughs> uh, my, like, sh- like uh, I should let you know that, like, my, like, uh, like my shoulders and my neck are, like, are, they're, like, knotted up to, to fucking hell. Like, I, I'm hunched over a laptop, you know, like, like a homeless guy in a coffee shop half the day. So, so sometimes it's... Do they let homeless guys into coffee shops? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yes. a big thing. You got to. Oh. You got to let them in. I mean, they got to stay. What am I paying rent for? There's, well, do you pay rent? No, but it was a joke. Ah, uh, you <laughs> jokester. Mortgage free. Tra la 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 la. You and you're like one of the last homeowners. Like, I'm never <laughs> going to be a homeowner. I'm going to, I'm going to pay rent forever. Everyone I know is going to pay rent forever. We're like in this new, 
We're in this new creepy economy now. Tell us about it. In this new creepy economy. <laughs> well, it's just like, uh, I don't know, basically uh, at the expense of the millennials, uh, the baby boomers, like, well, you guys are going to be. Easy, you're talking about my parents. Oh, well, my parents too. They were, yep. you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's hard to like rant about politics when you're getting <laughs> rubbed down. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, oh my god, what am what am I doing? Why am I spending my life getting so worked up over this stuff? <laughs> this is incredible. My mind's being blown. Uh, well, welcome, man. Thanks we, uh, for having me. Yeah. Uh, me and John have known each other for a while. We have some mutual friends, mm-hmm. and, and we've spent lots of time together. And it's been a while since we've hung out, but yeah, it's definitely been, wanted to get you on here. It's been far too long, David. Uh, David and I, we're, we're, we live pretty close to each other. Yeah. And, and you, you uh, cast my friend Logan Miller in Would You Rather as Cancer Boy. And, <laughs> and so we knew we, we met through him. And uh, Sasha, I have to say that I have a few friends that are nuts about you, and they are all women. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have awesome. friends that are obsessed with you. And, and yeah, I've noticed, Sash, whenever people tell me they're your fan, they're usually female. Yeah. My friend Gracie, she, uh, my friend Nicole, my friend Katrina, like they're all, they're all like nuts about you. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like we're in this weird culture flip now where like now women are more open about talking about sex than men are. Huh. It's like happened over the last few years. I think it's kind of interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I like I, to hear that. It's pretty cool. It's also. It's we still also, live in America, the home of the yeah, prude. Yeah, we live in America. Uh, we live in Los Angeles, and so yeah. everything. Everything's we really have up. no gauge of reality well, here. Zero. A giant were you born bubble. here, Jonathan? I was. I'm from Tarzana. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I saw. I went to the premiere of Project X in uh, in L. A. Well, we didn't a meet. Years ago. No, it was really strange. Um, That's very strange. We should have met. I don't remember who invited me. We, you were there for uh, you were there for Tyler the creator flipping out and all that. No, I was not. Oh, um, I just did the red carpet and watched the movie like a normal person. Oh, you didn't go to the after the, the big party. Let's, oh, let's, the let's, after let's, party. You know what? That was one of those nights I had an audition the next morning. Oh, I feel yeah. So and, you missed uh, out on someone freaking out though. What, well, he wasn't freaking out. I mean, it was just like a series of performances and like Tyler the creator just likes yelling and throwing shit. Oh, and that, so he's just. It's part, part of, of his part of his thing. Got it. Yeah, it was fun. I got to uh, I got to stage dive, and that was crazy. I'd never done that before. I think I, I landed on the ground. Well. <laughs> Even at your own movie premiere, you're landing on the ground. Well, look, I was sixty pounds heavier than I am. I mean, it's a little scary. the The weird thing about the weird thing about losing weight is that it doesn't feel that different. Like, I still feel like. It's like I'm a 14 year old anorexic teenager. Like, 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 like. I, I just, it, it's like I've never felt skinnier. Uh, people notice it. People tell me, gay dudes hit on me less. Uh, Weird. What? Wait, what? Yeah, gay dudes. You love... were more hit on as a oh, bigger yeah. man. Uh, by men, yes. Women are definitely more receptive to me now that I've lost weight, but men are not as much. Yeah, I was a cub. Mm, men are know? not as much re- as <laughs> receptive to you. So men are less receptive, is what yeah, you're... which is like always a little bit of a bummer to the self esteem. Like, I'm I'm always flattered when a guy hits on me, you know, because because uh, I'm not gonna sleep with the dude, but I, it definitely leaves more of an impression uh, when I when a guy hits on me than when I flirt with a woman, because I mean it's sort of the status quo. There there are more straight people than gay people, and and we live in you know a, a pretty 
puritanical. Granted, we live in L.A. where it's where it's definitely more uh, okay to be gay, and and it's we're we're not in like Saudi Arabia or, or like Tennessee. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's still a big leap for it's someone a, to hit on someone of the same sex. Yeah, you take yeah. a risk if you're gonna, unless you're advertising it on Grinder at a specific r- right, club. or you're at a certain you yeah. know if you're at, a, at a, yeah if you're at a gay bar or something, or if you're at like a you know I wasn't in West. Yeah, you know, I get hit on. I would get hit on by dudes kind of anywhere, and uh, so you were you were a lot of gay people are attracted to you. Uh, yeah, I found myself uh, on a website once called Bear Mythology, and that was really yeah. spooky. It was like all about. Just we'll have dude- to link to this on the social media. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there was just it was just people just people jagging off to pictures of me, just old uh, dudes who just loved. Wait, did you see them doing this or what? what no, do you I mean? didn't see them doing it, but it was like it's a fetish site, and there were like screen caps of me from like. Project X and like this funnier die video I made where I wore a speedo like from like three years ago. <laughs> this is so I really, I mean, maybe take advantage of that market, but I'm just I don't have it anymore. Losing the weight kind of lost lost the dude love, but uh, yeah, uh-huh. I have more sex, but my self esteem's just as low. So <laughs> I'm just tired of women using me for my body. Is all is what I'm trying to say. Uh, did it change before and after Project X? Did your ability to woo a woman? Shift? Mm, not really, because I live in Los Angeles, and no one gives a shit if you're in the entertainment industry here. I mean, if I, like, went to, like, Iowa, I'd probably have, like, ten threesomes that day. But <laughs> in L.A., it's just like, so oh. true. You leave L.A., and all of a sudden people care about what you do. Well, yeah, it's like when I shot Kid Cannabis in Canada, it was crazy how people were just nuts about him. We were on this... uh We are in this island off the coast of Vancouver called Victoria. It's awesome. Mm. And, uh... And they, they don't really shoot uh, they don't really shoot <laughs> movies there that that often, and so it was like a big deal. The local paper covered it. People would go, "Hey, you're the guy shooting the movie," and I'd be like, oh, "Yeah, uh, cool." And um, so that that's always fun. It's a nice ego boost because I'm very fragile. We all are. We're all fragile. You know, Sasha, what I really liked, uh, I really liked The Girlfriend Experience a lot. It's actually, it's oh, an awesome you. movie. Uh, I think, I, I saw they're making it into a TV show. Are you going to be involved are, in that yeah. and all? No. Oh, I didn't I'm hear not. this. Oh, uh, you didn't hear about that, dude? No. The hell? Stars bought it. Yeah, it's going to be a, a series. Smart. Yeah, yeah. but if you're, uh, it sucks that you're not involved. Unless stars, okay. unless stars wants to pay you lots and lots of money. Yeah. No, I'm. Li- I, <laughs> You're like, I, no, I'm over it. No, I mean, I worked with one of the greatest filmmakers alive, and I, I played a role that people associate with porn, and then I did Entourage, where I played a version of myself. So I feel like I've done the best. Yeah, that I that's can a good do point. in terms of that type of role. With sure. The best in film and the best in TV. So. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I guess like yeah, why you, you feel like you're you just get yeah like why why take on those same kind of characters anymore yeah. when you can spread your wings and fly? Yeah, exactly. I feel ya one hundred percent. But what I really liked about that movie is that it's kind of like a fuck you to everybody else that judges anybody because it's like you're all whores, motherfuckers. Like everybody from like the the exactly. the, the politicians to to the trainer boyfriend. to the trainer boyfriend. Like that was all yep. so cool. It was like a very much a. A, a, a sort of like a subtle middle finger to to anybody who would. It's like why are Judge we so why are we exactly. so mean to the people we masturbate to? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Jonathan. Like, oh, that was great. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> they're like, but they're if you think so about true. it, like like they're like like sex workers are basically like the final guard. Like you get rid of porn and you get rid of uh, escorting and, and any kind of sex work. Like it, it's it's going to be the purge out there. Yep. Like they're they're the final line of defense. Um, against complete societal collapse. <laughs> That's a great concept. John, you should write that. John, well, you should like write a, this as like the next Purge type movie. Well, yeah, just imagine what would happen if just all the porn went away tomorrow. Just, That's a high concept that you better write before one of our listeners does. Okay, sounds good. But you're yeah. on record for coming up with it, so. Okay, cool, yeah, nobody better steal that. This is a podcast. It's just like a WGA uh, <laughs> A legal briefing. Binding agreement. Yeah, binding agreement. Oh, wow. The hand. What? Well, um, uh, you are. Thank you so much for this massage. It's wonderful. Uh, you're doing a great job. And it's very relaxing and awesome. Oh, you're I really appreciate it. And Joe, let me let me thank you, sir. Definitely. Joe's here today because Ariana couldn't be, but uh, we sort of have this very open relationship. Yeah, she lets yeah. As long as I come home to pasture, of societal collapse. You know, as long as I come home to her and consistently love her, she knows where the love lies. But she'll let me run out and see a couple Thai women a week. You know, I have been to one of those massage places and the massage wasn't good. I was like, oh look, a twenty dollar mass. I realized that most of them are actually hand job houses, but but. <laughs> Like the massages themselves were were pretty disappointing. They're there's, hit or a, miss. there's some great Thai places I can suggest to you. Okay, yeah. I sort of like to do it because it's like thirty five to forty bucks an hour, and if you just fucking like last minute run, want one, you can just run out and get one. It's mm. like the McDonald's of massage. Yeah. But, but what was I going to tell you, uh, Joe? You know, oh, the great thing about no, I'm gonna I'm gonna offend I'm gonna offend. A, <laughs> I'm going to offend a lot of people right now in this room. The great thing about a male masseuse, monsieur, is that I think they're stronger than women. So, <laughs> sorry. But, that you know, I've been, a cli- I've been a client of Ariana so long, and she just she, she, she still can she can still hit that home run. So Steven like, needs to get the shit kicked out of him. I do. I'm he very... needs to be destroyed. Yeah. And so the thing about you, Joe, <laughs> is... Uh, That's really gross, David. No, so I'm really uncomfortable now. So what I'm trying to get at before David's made you uncomfortable. What I'm trying to get at is, you know, I would I would actually often seek out a nice male masseur for once in a while, knowing that like it's the only thing that's gonna get the job done. It's got to be a dude. He's got to be jacked. And uh, I'm really glad to have this opportunity. Damn it, you're good. <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like in the past, the few times I have had male masseurs, I, I would actually request men, and I felt like they wouldn't go as hard. I think probably because, timid because you're a petite woman. Yeah, they were afraid they might hurt me, but uh, so that's why I started, I would always ask for women. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, point. I'm a big dude. I'm a stocky fella. So, like, I literally have had Thai women do running jumps. Like the, I went to a Thai massage place in Atwater last week, and the woman literally stopped massaging and went, oh, dear God. And then I heard her go, okay. Took a and then she, like, ran back went, at me. I took a shower after I went, <laughs> for sure. Did we, did, did we discuss the woman who called me baby who last called time, you baby? David? Oh, no, we did not discuss this, but, yeah, bring it up. Uh, a few weeks ago... 
because David just has a habit, like he said, <laughs> of going to randomly get massages. And I'll see him for dinner, and then later on he says, I call him, hey, what are you doing, David? I'm going to get a massage again. <laughs> we just had one yesterday. So <laughs> our, our, uh, our mutual friend and, and David come over. They pick me up. He said, let's go get massaged before dinner. I said, okay, I'll go with you this time. <laughs> and because we, were, we had just sort of walked in, we called five minutes before we arrived, the, the lady at the counter said, well, can we put two of you in one room and one of you alone so we could save space? I said, okay, I'll go alone. So they go together in one room, and I, I get a separate room, but it was nice for me because I got a massage table they had to lay on the floor. But the lady... I think it was, it was when she asked me to turn over. Ah, uh, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Sasha, uh, I'm doing the oh, same don't thing. Stop, don't feel scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, she asked me to turn over, and then she's rearranging the sheet, and she goes, Oh, beautiful baby. And it took every part of me not to start laughing, and I couldn't understand what she was saying. And also she left the room for a second? Yeah, and then she left the room for a very long time. It was uncomfortably long. And I I kind of forgot at Thai places, sometimes they'll come in with hot rags, like damp rags, to wipe oil or lotion off of you. And I forgot that's probably what she was doing. And by the time she comes back, so much time had passed... I didn't even realize why she was gone, and she comes back in, and she she says, "Sorry," <laughs> and she just she just, just the evil laughter. La- it was just the evilest laugh I've ever heard outside of a movie, and and then she continues, and she she pulls me up at the end of the massage because Ty to stretch me. She says, "Is stretch okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, just go light." She goes, okay, baby, I stretch. <laughs> and it was so weird. She uh, called me baby twice. Uh, uh, this is a question to, I guess, all the, the masseuses. Um, do, do you guys find that, that like, the proliferation of, like, uh, a lot of, like, the, the cheaper places and, and some of them being sort of, like, semi, semi-brothels, do you find that that, that, that uh, affects your business in any way in terms of how clients... Uh, what they might expect or how they treat you guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer that even though I'm getting massaged. I actually had a um, a friend, oh. I was speaking to a friend a few weeks ago and he has a friend who's a masseuse. Mm-hmm. And a str- I don't know if I should be telling this story, but whatever, I'm not naming names and I've never even met the person, so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so she's a masseuse and a stripper. Oh, that's but interesting. none of her clients know this. And she said, you know what? I think I'm going to stop being a masseuse because I'm so sick of the way my clients treat me, or, you know, a lot. And mm-hmm. a lot of it's first-time clients. They're not repeat clients. And she said they expect that I will give them happy endings. And she goes, but when I'm stripping, it's, you know, some guys will say, hey, can you, like, give me a hand job or something? And she says, No. And then they respect it, and it's done. But she said, as a masseuse, she feels like people try and cross the boundary, and when you say no, they don't really accept that answer. 
That's so, really interesting. That's yeah. pretty fascinating. I imagine it must be a little frustrating at times because yeah. it's like, uh, I, that's not it's not my job. <laughs> like, yeah. I also assume though, though people are going to those those places mm-hmm. uh, are a different clientele, right? Well, but but sometimes it's like, but I genuinely can't tell, and like the diff, like how can you tell the difference? Like like a lot of them look the same. They don't have windows. Mm. And well, that's if true, it's they a don't. neon sign, I can and never if it's look like out yellow and red. Oh. And if you walk in, if it, like the walls are painted hot pink. Mm-hmm. Those are all telltale signs. Yeah, because once I, w- I was dating a girl and, and we thought, why don't we go get a couple's massage? That could be fun. And then we went to like, but but we were both broke at the time. So we went to one of those places. Was it like a dine and ditch situation? No, they just, but she, she just, the, 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 the woman opened the door and she's like, no, we, we don't, we don't see women. And we were like, what the fuck? And, and then we left and it's like, oh, like, because like, that's not what they're there to do. You'll have to give me that address later. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's I don't even know what's there anymore. They move all the time. But that's the thing. Like, if someone's going to that for that reason, they're going to go to those establishments. But, like, people who are more upstanding citizens like myself, right? when, you know, you want to really you get some body work done, you, you know you want to, you don't want to pay the $40 an hour rate because that's not going to do the, the succinct professional uh... trained work. You know, uh, like I'm getting right now. Joe's giving me like a military precision, like ass kicking. Yeah, I'm uh, right now. Right now, my uh, God, my neck and my head. Like I'm in. I'm like, I'm like in a different galaxy right now. I feel like I, I feel like I'm on like a shroom trip almost. It's pretty incredible. Have, oh. you, have you done shrooms? Oh yeah. Um, I've yet to do them. But I've I feel done like a this lot of drugs. <laughs> I've tried a lot of drugs. What? Well, so run us through the the uh, gateway you went through, like how sure. you began and where you went. Um, let's see. I never really had a gateway. Uh, I actually, I think I tried uh. cocaine before I smoked weed, uh, which is uh. bonkers. I've only done coke twice. The first time I was hanging out with this. Uh, this friend of mine, and she's like, you want to do coke? And I'm like, not really, that sounds scary. And then she, like, just knew some guy, and he came over, and he bought a bunch of coke, and I'm like, well, I'll only do one line, I guess, which is not the point. Um, So for 15 minutes, I felt like I was a badass, and then for the next three hours, everyone was a cop. So... (laughs) (laughs) And the the second time, I I was with my friend in New York, and we ended up watching the entire new season of Arrested Development, and that was a mistake. Don't do that on cocaine. Um, first of all, it's not as good as the first three seasons. So and, you're pacing uh, back and forth going, get good, get good! Well, I was, I was sitting there just jittering a lot. I mean, basically, it's just like, honestly... When are the blues going to get shit done? I mean, what's the difference? I don't really even know, besides the dripping and the instant, uh, like, hook. It just feels like nose Red Bull, to be honest. Shrooms I've only had good experiences on. I've tried those three times. Uh, once was I, was I was camping in, like, the forests, in the Angeles National Forest. And I just felt like I was in Lord of the Rings the whole time. It was great. And then I, at one point, I even, we were, we were hiking, a group of my friends, and there was a, sort of this, this, this cliff. And, and it was like a 10-minute hike up the cliff, but I had to go to the bathroom. So they all went hiking up the cliff, and, and I, I went to find, like, a place to pee. And I came back, and, and, they, were, and they were all at the top. <laughs> and so I just climbed the cliff directly, like, like free climbing, sort of, like, without even thinking about it, I just pulled a cliffhanger and uh, I just rock climbed up 50 feet off this thing. <laughs> and, and everyone's just watching, like not saying a word. And then we got at the top and all of us were like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I could have died like three different times. 
And and it, uh, the, the second and third times, were, were, they were just like in L.A., just hanging out with friends. And they were with people I liked and trusted. So altogether pretty positive. And then um, I just let my pot card expire. I'm smoking a lot less weed, but I smoked weed for constantly for like a year straight. Uh, pretty much. I think I, that's probably why we hit it off so well because we both appreciate some good herb. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't smoke nearly as much as I used to, but I love smoking with people. The, I decided I can't smoke alone anymore. I go to dark places. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you guys? What, what substances do you engage in? Well, I, I, I promise someone chocolate and booze. Chocolate and booze. Oh yeah, that's really provocative, Sash. Really, I, pro- you just I drink? promise. Together. I promised someone I would do shrooms uh, this year, so I'm I'm getting ready, I'm bracing myself because I'm not the type of person who can really deal with not being in control of my, you know. So like the fact that I might have to sign off, sign off for eight hours and to see what happens well, is the I, most intimidating I, I part think, of it. I think uh, people make a big mistake when they when they treat all psychedelics. Oh, I've done ecstasy before. Uh, I hated going to clubs, and then I tried ecstasy, and then I was like, I get it. Uh, I, I had a blast. I went to a nightclub. It was like sweaty, and I was just touching everybody. It was the best. I like, was making out with strangers. Like I don't give a shit what you look like. Let's touch things. Uh, and then, and then the 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 club closed. This was in. This was, and then I I was invited. I remember this is like this the first or second time I I, I had tried it. And I, I remember the the club closed, and I, and I was at. I went to a like I went with a group of people to, like, this house party, and it was a fucking disaster because I was the only one on ecstasy there. Oh. And, and uh, this may come as a surprise, but just because they're drinking, uh, people just don't like being grabbed and caressed. This and, like, people, like, like, why are you letting... Like, I was, remember I was holding hands with this one uh, this one friend of mine, and she's like, can you let go now, Jonathan? And I'm like, I'm really scared to. I really just, <laughs> just, just want to hold on, and it's just... It, it, like touching is incredible. It's like it's so powerful. I can't even imagine. Like if I was on ecstasy, this massage, which is already blowing my mind. Like if I think I, I think we need to invite you back just for that experience. Just to do it, to do the same thing. <laughs> Social I experiment. It'd be it'd be like a. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It would just be beyond comprehension. But you're saying you don't like how they uh, people talk uh, put psychedelics all in the same category. Well, like I've never done LSD, but like I feel yeah when people I feel like people imagine taking shrooms, it, it, it's like they see like you know space aliens and shit, and that doesn't really happen. It's more DMT. Yeah, it's not. Well, yeah, with the machine elves and stuff. I've watched that Netflix documentary too. <laughs> uh, What's the documentary? It's called DMT. The oh, the spirit, spirit molecule. molecule. Yeah, what was every, the other thing you said? All though? my friends have seen it, and they're all the like machine elves. The machine elves. Machine elves are, are when you're on DMT and you close your eyes and you you jump out of your body into whatever dimension you're seeing, and there are these like machine creatures that like welcome you, and they're mischievous. oh yeah, these are the gremlins. I think Rodney this was talking like, about. Yeah, this sounds like yeah, sounds like what Rodney was talking yeah, about. Yeah, because he's doing a whole thing on sleep paralysis, and he said a lot of the. Experiences people have are also commonly seen in DMT trips. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, but that's very cool, man. It's very cool. Yeah, I've never done it. I yeah. don't even know where you could find it. How do you even find DMT? <laughs> I have a friend who could get it for you within a day. <laughs> of course you do. But I, I don't know any. I have to call that friend, and that well, friend has to get to work. You know? My leg is being uh, adjusted. Ah, okay. Um. <laughs> My leg is being adjusted. It is. Thank you so much, but it was wonderful. How's your massage, Saja? 
You know, I slept probably one hour last night. I don't know why I had terrible insomnia. Mm, I get that, too. And right now, this is wonderful because I, as you were talking about <laughs> monkeys or space aliens, I swear I could, which is not what you said, but that's what my brain remembers Machine right elves. Now. Machine elves, thank you. I saw my leg open up and a blue light run through it. So my imagination's kind of running wild right now. You, uh... That's a stroke. You an Avatar fan? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that awesome? William, will you call an ambulance? We need to get Sasha out of here. Such good timing. (laughs) I don't have insurance for this podcast. Uh, Let's just hope for the best. Uh, No, it's great. It's wonderful. Um, Did you bring the adrenaline pill, uh, pen? <laughs> no, but I do have some of these mushrooms in here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put them in the cucumber uh, water, God. man. We'll get to it. You know, speaking of... Oh, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to... It was before it was the... I think it was the fin- before the final edit. David started playing one of our last episodes, and I really f- hate my voice you hate on your this voice? podcast. Because I realize my cheeks, I bite, I everyone, bite my cheeks. Everyone hates their voice. <laughs> I bite my cheeks as I speak because my face is in this cradle. Yeah, we all have chipmunk face because we're yeah. smushed. I know people that are obsessed with your voice. Really? Yeah, they okay. love well, that's, your voice. That's because I don't talk thing. like this. I'm like, it's totally great. And, you, know, you don't talk like that, uh, though. No, I know, because I don't. Mm-hmm. That Yo, that's a big thing. <laughs> it's a big deal. There, There is this sort of weird actor accent that a lot of actors and actresses have where it's like, where are you from? Like, you just have this weird actor voice that isn't real. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking like, about. Like, uh, Johnny Depp has that. So does Angelina Jolie. Um, Somebody else just said that to me today. That's so weird you said that. I wanted about to, Johnny Depp. I wanted to ask you about another celebrity who I remember you uh, went to a party for and had a crazy experience when you went to Corey Hames. Uh, Corey Feldman or Hames? Corey Hames been dead for yeah, years. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Corey, the, the one who's, you know... The, the, alive. The, you know, the live. Yeah, so Corey... Oh, yeah. So uh, tell me about this party because I remember Vice ran a whole story on it. You were there with was, the writer. I was there, yeah. I was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was there with Jamie, who who uh, is the West Coast editor for Vice. I used to write freelance for them for a while. Uh, Vice doesn't, like... Like, you get, like, 50 bucks an article. It's on like them. Huffington like, Post. They don't pay you, they but don't, the well, brand the, is very cool. They have, yeah, but they're a company valued at, like, $2 billion. So it's like, motherfuckers, yeah, it's the like, why am I doing this, you know? Um, but, yeah, it was uh, basically Jamie Jamie needed a, uh, a plus one. And the thing is, in order to enter this party, if you're a man, you had to pay a $250 cover. And women <laughs> were allowed to go for free. And you had to wear pajamas or lingerie. And so... Uh, we drive to like this McMansion in in, in, in Sherman Oaks, and um, class. And it turns out, uh, first of all, it turns out that he's about like the the house is empty, and we were kind of like there was like I mean there was like art and posters from like his movies and like, stuff. Like I saw a picture of the Goonies, but it was it was tacked in. It wasn't even framed or anything. Right it was now, just, like well, because an old poster of the Goonies with dumb tacks in it. Probably rented the place. Well, yeah. It yeah. turns out he was getting evicted, and uh, and it turns out that basically like this was like a fundraiser, and and. I, I, uh, the whole thing was just, everyone was really messed up. There's only maybe, like, 20 people there. It was, like, empty. 20? Yeah, wow. it was, like, and, and maybe, like, maybe 30, and, like, but, but most of them were, were, I think they were, like, the women, Corey's Angels. It was called Corey's Angels. Oh, God. And, like, they're just, like, all oh these God. women in lingerie wearing, like, uh, like, angel wings, and, and, 
I don't know what the deal is. Like, he had, like, a couple girlfriends living there or something. Like, he was trying to do, like, this mini Hefner thing, and, and he's saying that Corey's Angels is, like, his his new full-service management modeling entrepreneur. It just, none of, there was, like, cocaine everywhere. <laughs> and and uh, there was also, like, uh, like, uh, like a vegan food stand. I mean, oh, no. But, well, he's but, vegetarian. I guess. Um, <laughs> vegan and gluten-free? It wasn't gluten free, because um, I remember <laughs> the there was fucking gluten, there was bread, okay. there was bread. There were like all of these like packages. Like if you paid like a thousand dollars, you got to spend like a half an hour in like a private hot tub upstairs with what? like two angels of your choice. Which like that sounds kind of like like a, an escort service. Yeah. And then um, and then there were these bungalows like cabanas, but they were just like these tiny little tents, like pup tents. Yeah, they were like pup tents. No. They were, and so like. <laughs> And so, like, there's, like, I remember there's, like, this one, like, Russian oligarch-looking dude that was there, like, with, like, a couple, like, uh, angels in each arm. But other than that, the place, it was just this giant backyard that was, like, nearly empty. And whenever, like, a, now and then someone would leave and Corey would be like, don't go. And he was, like, wearing this weird eyes wide shut mask. And, um, and at one point this DJ came out. And, and he said that he was with the Black Eyed Peas, but that guy was definitely not in the Black Eyed Peas. Like, at all. Like, he was just not in that group. Um, he, he was just some guy. And and just everything was... Like, I, I went to the bathroom at one point, and there was, like... There was, like, blood in the sink. Like, something fucked Whoa. up was going on. It was a dark, dark thing. It's like and, a shag carpet, shitty cardboard house, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it was, like... Exa- it, but it was... Yeah, except for the... It was nearly empty. Yeah. And that was what... It's, like, I, I guess he was... Uh, I guess this was, like, a last-ditch... Like, there's this one woman I met who, who I guess, uh, flew from Australia and was, like, staying downstairs or something, and she was, like, she was spying on us because, like, Corey had kept saying, we don't let press, like, well, he would always say they. All the angels and Corey would refer to this they that didn't exist, like, well, they don't like press, or they, 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 uh, they don't want us to have press at this party. Like, who's they? We never found out. There's no they. It's just them. And, 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 uh, so... Occasionally, like, yeah, this Australian woman who has, was one of the angels, she would just follow us around and, like, ask us tons of questions. She was, like, spying on us. It was, like, this... It was very paranoid and strange, and and uh, everyone was very hostile. Like, I, whenever we approached anyone... Well, then like, how did you, your friend rude. Jamie get invited in the first place if they were so... Because he paid $250. It was open to the public. Oh, that's cool. Got yeah, it. Yeah, any man could pay $250 to enter, and any woman could come in lingerie. That was the deal. And and I wore, like... I went to Target, and I bought, like... This is the Bud, best haunted haunted house ever. I, like, I bought, like, Bud Light sweatpants just so I could fit in. And, uh... And, and like, I wore this, like, shitty robe that, like, I think my parents bought for me, like, five years ago at Target or something. It was just, like, a... It was just the whole thing was just so tacky, and, and there was this one woman. Like a shitty frat party? It was like a really horrible frat party, except everyone was in their 40s. So it was just, it was just sad. And, and I just, it's. Uh, Joe just turned 40. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing wrong with being 40 and having a party, but there's something wrong. There's something wrong with being 40. And having and, and, a bunch of skanky girls in wings walking around feeding their Cheetos. There's nothing wrong with being skanky, don't get me wrong, but, but there was just this. There was just this element of desperation, and, Got it. and it was so it was so over the top. It was like suffocating. Well, when that article so, was posted on Vice, I remember it was huge. People, oh yeah, it blew up, and then Jamie ended up going to war with Corey Feldman. Like Corey Feldman had like like like, like a Twitter meltdown. Like he had this Twitter uh, meltdown, and then uh, he had like 
these publicists constantly threatening to sue him, and then he ended up just posting all that stuff online. I, I, honestly, to be honest, I felt sort of bad. I started really kind of pitying the dude after a while because I was like, I love Stan, but I love his movies. <laughs> I love the stuff he did, and and it, it like it, it like. I, there was like all these follow up articles and like and, and then other you know blogs started catching on about it and I'm like I'm kind of glad I didn't write the article and I was just there because uh, I don't know I, after after a while it just felt like fuck man like this guy this guy's just not right like I, I started really well he's in a he was in a uh, a place that like uh, he, he and sort of bottoming out it sounded like it felt a, like rock it felt like he, I was his at, wife had left him and this is sort of like him spinning into a direction he maybe wouldn't normally be in. Sounds like he's a pimp, and all of his hoes are junkies. I mean, paranoid, running around. They don't want us. Yeah, there was definitely. It definitely seemed like he was pimping out the. Well, if you look at the pictures, they're not like, like there seems like to be. I could, I could play a game, guessing who the meth head is. Like they're. I'm sorry, but those pictures were horrible. Well, and then we'll there have was to post the, this article. They kept looping the song he recorded recently called "Ascension Millennium." It's <laughs> it's uh it's on YouTube. It's it's very bad. Uh, and but they would just keep playing the same song at his house. Mm-hmm. It was like everything was me 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 to like such an insane degree. Um, yeah, like and and he, he it just was sad because he had no friends there. It's like where's Sean Astin? You know, it's, it was just <laughs> where's Sean Astin? Your biggest gripe was there was no Sean. Well, Sean Astin. Astin showed up in the Ascension Millennium music video, so he has to be buddies with the guy still. Yeah, and you know, I mean, think about it, though. Like this dude was at the top of the world, and then like uh, it dried up. Like his best friend fell apart and died. He like. Philip, I mean, just like everything, like has gone wrong over and over and over, yeah. and um, it's like fuck. I mean, I hope that twenty years from now, I'm not that asshole who, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm always paranoid that I peaked at age twenty two, but um, but I hope that twenty years from now, I'm not somebody who's clinging on to like my adolescent. Well, my my. Well, that was the thing that was most desperate 20s. was he was clinging on to the eighties. You could tell, like. That's that was like he was he had no new currency he was spending, mm-hmm. you know, well, and, and that's sort of why, you know, since a- acting's been pretty slow, you know, acting it's been a really slow time for acting, and that's why I write so much, and that's why I try to put on show. I, I just try to do a- anything I can so I, I don't become outdated, and so I don't become ir- irrelevant, or at least uh, you know, because I constantly am, am worried that like. Uh, you know, I'm turning 25 in like a week and a half, and, and that's and that's not like, not even close to old, but like that's a landmark year kind of because it's like, like four more of those, and I'll probably be dead. So, and uh, I don't know. You, you you like it's such a we live in this warp bubble in the entertainment industry where you like now and then you'll meet like a 19 year old who owns a house, and it's like fuck you. <laughs> How the fuck did that happen? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm happy to be in my one bedroom apartment. Don't get me wrong. I know people that have like so many. You know, they'll, they'll like squeeze into this tiny thing with five roommates, and it's it's sad. Um, uh, you know, there's always going to be someone who's more successful, always, and there's always going to be someone who's less successful. But but uh, I guess it's just about trying to figure out how to get comfortable with where you are and how to 
try to sort of grab the ladder in a world where well, there's seven the ladder billion, doesn't seem to be there. There's seven mm-hmm. billion people, you know, and at the end of the day, success is only what you imagine it to be. So well, yeah, as long but as you're David, doing you're rich. You, <laughs> that's true, but at the same time, as long as you're doing what you what you want to be doing, at least occasionally, that's true. it's yeah. better than digging ditches for, for sure. 50 years. For sure, for sure. First of all, if I was digging ditches, I'd get fired immediately. Uh, they'd be like, that ditch is a terrible ditch. Uh, I'd be tired. I'd ask for water breaks. It, I, <laughs> it wouldn't work out. <laughs> I'd try to unionize. <laughs> we are Ditch Diggers 247. Rep- Never mind. That's just bizarre. Like, labor humor. People love that. <laughs> oh. No, it's strange. Like, I, was ha- I actually had this conversation with somebody last night. I've had people tell me that I did not... Uh, exploit myself enough and cash out on opportunities. That's stupid. Yeah, and I said, "What well, are you talking? You did the. I mean, well, I mean, Entourage and the Girlfriend Spirit. Those are two things where you you basically you, you did the crossover and 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 that's it. Like you don't need to keep jumping back to the well. All the, I mean, that's and I guess that's like the my point of view is I've always just you know, I do something and then I move on and I do something else and I continue. It's for it's about forward momentum. It's not about Yeah, hundred percent sticking to just one thing. Like you said, just keeping yourself busy. That sometimes that's the most important thing and sometimes the only thing you can do is keep right. yourself busy. And and, I, and, and, and and there's nothing necessarily wrong with like, you know, doing you know, going back now and then, but it's like, yeah, you don't wanna like it's sometimes fun to dip into your past and, and, and like Especially, you know, like like if, if if it's if it's if it's something that 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 manages to 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 give off the nostalgia vibe while also like yeah. doing something new, but at the same time, it's like yeah, you don't want to be. It's like I I don't want to be necessarily, you know, pigeonholed as the one guy who did that one thing forever. That that sucks. It's like you know we're human beings. We have like a million different qualities, and it's kind of lame that that it's like this is the guy who does this. This is the girl who does this. Like. Shit, like we're capable of so much, and it's just I think that uh, I think we just have to evolve our perceptions in this weird new world, and I guess even like what a performer is yeah. and all that. And that's a big challenge to change. I mean, and it's also like we everyone has their audience. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. you know, like uh, like I mean, I made Would You Rather, and I know that people liked it, and at the same time, like I do want to make more different stories. I'll, I'm pursuing Would You Rather too because you know I know there's. There's a want, a need, or a desire for it. Uh, I'm sure you, you've told me over the years that Project X2 is something that there's a desire for, and I'm sure you guys will work on that. And Sasha, I mean, you know, you have so many fans from your past that, you know, it's it's nice to do something that they'd appreciate as well and, well, and kinda, access yeah. that, that target audience. That's kind know. of what writing the Juliet Society was about, like continuing that because those ideals have never left me, but... I'm just done as a performer, but how to continue sharing a strong message in a different way. Yeah, um, exactly. And, you know, with X, it's like uh, I, I can't really talk about it too much, but uh, what I can say is that that, uh, that it's uh, things are looking good. For um, it's, it's pretty exciting. And um, it's definitely something I would love to make a return to. And uh, and it looks like it's going to be very much uh, yeah, and I don't think anyone would knock knock you guys too because it was such no. a successful movie that it's just it's almost just well it all yeah it's like it's, the Hangover like you'd want another one it made so much money and I don't have any isn't it money like the most, isn't it <laughs> the most also, illegally downloaded movie of all time yeah 
well, it was the most illegally downloaded movie of, like, I think Game of Thrones is probably, like, the most illegally downloaded thing of all time now. Okay. But uh, Project X was the most illegally downloaded movie of, 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 of the year it came out, and I think of a big chunk of 2013, because uh, it, it, it was more downloaded than Avengers and Dark Knight Rises, which blows my mind, like, because those were, those movies are the, the biggest, like, people are going to look back at 2012 as, like, a, a pretty, like... You know, it's like, there are, like, there's this weird thing where, like, every certain amount of years, there's, like, a year where, like, a shitload of awesome movies come out. Like, 1999 was the year that we had. 1984 was a huge 1994, too. I mean, it's, like, it's almost, like, every, like, like three to five years, there's, like, just a year of awesome movies. And I think 2012 was one of those years. Um, This year, it's, like... I, I'm getting a bit uncomfortable with all the superhero I stuff. I haven't really liked much this year. Well, I'm a huge superhero fan. I grew up loving it when I was like an emo, depressed teenager. Superheroes were my world. But it's like now it's like this crazy, zombified, Ayn Rand monster, like out to take all my money. And it's like, it's just like, uh, here, you love this as a kid. Let's try to sell you this as an adult. Uh, but I feel like it's coming from every direction. It feels like an assault. It feels like a zombie childhood money apocalypse. However, I am really excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, God, me too. See, yeah. and I'm part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. But like, Spider-Man 2 is not going to get my money. Oh, God, no. No, no. fuck Spider-Man 2. I know. I mean, and, and and the problem is, is that the budgets are so big that like that movie was considered a failure because it didn't make seven hundred fifty million dollars. It just made like six hundred fifty million dollars, <laughs> and it's like, you think you guys are setting the bar a little too high, if if not making seven hundred fifty million dollars is considered a failure. It's like How to Train Your Dragon two came out last week, and it's weekend. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you okay? You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Um, okay. Uh, uh, this is the part of the show where Jonathan flips over. I'm Down slipping. A little bit so your head is on the table. No, oh, the on room. the table. Yeah, not hanging off. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. I truly appreciate it. Uh, how you, how did Trinity Dragon 2 just is coming out or what? Yeah, well, it came out and it made like a fuckload of money, but it still didn't make enough for Bank of... Like Bank of America said, well, it didn't make enough. And so like DreamWorks stock went down. And it's like... It's like the weekend doesn't matter. It's about... How, like, first of all, most of these movies end up making their money back anyway, like, whether it's through, like, DVD. It's like Dread. Dread bombed at the box office, but made a great ton movie. of movies. Great movie. But but people didn't want to see it in theaters because they I thought... Didn't, I was one of those people. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Judge Dread sucks. And it's like, no, no, Carl Urban's Dread was fucking fantastic. And, uh, and it made its money back, but, like, at the time, they're like, oh, it's a flop because it didn't make a lot on the first weekend. And it's like, that's... Like, the way we measure the success, like, the box office tracking, it's so, it's it's broken. It's, we gotta look, we gotta think bigger picture than weekends. It's so silly. Like, I mean, there's, there's, not only is it, you know, how much money it makes, obviously, but there's also cultural impact. And, uh, like, like, if a movie years down the line is still being talked about, that's a really good thing. Yeah, I feel like, well... Speaking of which, I feel like people are still talking about Project X. They kind of are. Because it blows can, my mind. Because it was like Ferris Bueller in a way where it's gonna stick with that generation. Well, it's forever. gonna stick, and everybody is trying to sort of cash in or repeat. Oh, there's been the so tone. many, like yeah, like twenty one and over, and yeah, like the tone like that, that that movie had. Joe, I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face, but don't stop. Oh my god. Oh, hmm. this is the coolest thing. I mean, you will be punched in the face. 
But don't, you signed don't a punch form. Him. David, don't punch <laughs> You signed a form before the show if you had read it carefully. Okay, let's do this. Don't punch anyone, David. Uh, Pacifist. <sighs> Have you played Watch Dogs? So Watch Dogs is this new it's video a- game, and I went to Comic-Con with John last year, and they gave us this fuck. <laughs> they gave us this big demonstration, and so I was really excited for Watch Dogs, and I bought it, and I played it for two hours before getting really pissed off and turning it off. Um, yeah, it was kind of disappointing, huh? Yeah. Did you play it? Yeah, uh, I, I rented it from Gamefly. Do you play any video games, Sasha? Not as much as I would like to, but yeah... Watchdogs is in my house, and I just I don't have time for that shit, man. Nah. That's why Pac-Man, Tetris. You you need like a, a like quick fix games, yeah. more casual, Farmville. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. I keep asking myself why I buy these really tough games where I can just go to YouTube and watch them. I guess it's weird. People them. do that though. Yeah. People will like. Do you know what Twitch is, David? No. Twitch is. This- <laughs> Twitch just got bought by YouTube for a billion dollars, and it's a streaming site where you play video games, and you put on, like, a headset and a webcam, and you just film yourself playing video games, so it's, like, two screens. There's a small screen with you on the webcam, and there's the big screen of the game, and you, like, people join the chat room and talk to you. It's like a... It's like... It's like a... It's like, honestly, it's kind of like like the cam services for, for adult sites, but but instead of, like trying to sell gold shows, it's just like, watch me play video games. I really, I really <laughs> don't tokens? get it, That's but it's so huge. It's do they huge. make money on Twitch? Do people get They paid? do. They make a fuck ton of money. These, these, there are personalities. There's a fad in South Korea right now where mainly girls will eat in front of a webcam and people will pay them to watch them eat and they talk about what they're eating. So it's actual food porn, it's, like for it's real. Literally food it's porn, literal yeah. food porn. And it's <laughs> well, people are listening to us get massaged right now. Yeah, but no one's but jacking not, off. Well, yeah. there's probably no someone jacking off. No one's paying for it. It's a podcast. No one's paying to say, "Hey, look." I would put my money that at least one person's jacking off to this right <laughs> now. <laughs> and God bless that guy. I, I mean, if I believe in him, I don't even know. It's probably it's probably a chick. Good for you. It's the future. We need to be more open, like. We get rid of clothes. That's a good step. Just so you guys know, no one's getting their pictorials work like my pictorials are going to work today. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You, you're blowing my mind, just so you know. Aww. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Uh, this is, I needed this. I mean, th- this is a one-two punch because I just got out of my therapist's office before this. So I spent an hour in therapy, and then I got an hour in massage therapy. Oh, it's like mind, body, spirit, all that shit is... Uh, Still pretty damaged, but but. Better. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> my spirit was my spirit was bruised for days. I couldn't couldn't function. Oh. It's a day of healing. Oh man, no shrinks are the best. Every single person should see a therapist. I think every single person, like it should be mandated. Like I I think that if we uh, I think. So you're against Big Brother, but you're for mandated psychotherapy? Yeah, uh, I'm sort of a Scientologist's worst nightmare. I I find that that like most, because we're in a society that stigmatizes mental health issues, but simultaneously is like, get as many guns as you want, just don't jerk off. Uh, (laughs) So sadly true. uh, We have like this real, we have like just, man, like we are a pent up, we're a pent up nation. And like, Instead of, like, uh, the catharsis of bombing another country to shit every ten years, like, what if everybody just sat down with a professional and was like, this is what's pissing me off? Like, think about, like, all that shit in Crimea and and, and with the Ukraine. Like, what if Putin was like, man, I feel small. Like, I don't don't (laughs) like how the U.S. is treating me. 
I don't like how, like, he's just like, I'm not happy. And they, he'd work it out. He'd figure out how to, I don't know. That's, the problem is excess and ego, though. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not about, the, the happiness comes through having more. Yeah, well, yeah. It's well, it's weird. It's like, uh, it's yeah. There's sort I of do, like this... I do like more. So yeah. what? What day your show? Your new comedy? Oh, it's on Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's show? called. So it's called Anxiety Factory, and it's every Tuesday <laughs> at eight p.m. at Wooden Vine Restaurant. And, and, which is, and is it like a, a bunch of people come together and do different? Uh, sh- like you said, like a variety show. So or? what we do? No, what we do is we. Well, I, I host and I book everyone, and so what we do is we usually have five or six comics, and then we close out with like a fifteen-minute uh, musical set, usually acoustic, and. Uh, oh, cool. The most comedy shows are just very, very long. And so just by being about like an hour and 20 minutes, that alone sort of separates itself. And, and what I'm also super proud about is that I, I've worked out a deal with uh, the restaurant where we pay the comics who perform 25 bucks, which not even the clubs do. If, you, if you're a comedian and you go to like a, the comedy store, or the improv or any of those places, like you'll get a drink ticket. Like it is, so they're gonna hopefully poach some good talent. This we, we've comedians are already happy because we give them dinner and drinks and food. Like every comic we've had so far has been really stoked to do the show because it. We go sort of. I, I've really made it clear that it's important that we go above and beyond for the talent because I know I used to do open mics. I know how much it sucks to like drive out to a show and then you end up losing more money because you spend your money on gas. You spend your money like on the overpriced food that a lot of these places you know, sell, and then they don't give you a discount, and then you get, like, a beer to do, and like, 15 minutes of comedy. people are there because of you. Yeah, people are there because of you. It's like, they, 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 comedians deserve better. And so, like, I really thought that was, like, an important principle to stick to, and my hope is it pays off. I mean, the first show was last week, and it went really, really well, and we'll see over the summer how it goes, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of ups and downs, but, yeah, it's really exciting. We'll have to go, David. Yeah, please come by anytime you want. I'll buy you drinks. So, Jonathan, how can our listeners uh, follow you on social media? Oh, yes. Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at Jonathan D. Brown. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-D-B-R-O-W-N. Uh, I'm on Facebook. You can just look me up. I have a page, but just add me as a friend. We can be cool. Uh, and then uh, you can follow my Zanga. Uh, I'm at members.tripod.com. <laughs> Geocities and Angel Fire pages. Angel Fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lycos. <laughs> Live Journal. <laughs> I love the old internet. I miss it. Me too. Kid I miss Cannabis the old internet. So much more exciting. Kid Cannabis is out now. Kid Cannabis is out on uh, VOD, so get it on iTunes, get it on demand. Uh, Project X is always going to be on sale, and just keep an eye out for some of my new shit I can't announce yet, but is going to be awesome. And, and Sasha, you're at? Twitter. So- at Sasha at Gray. Sasha. Basically, she's so enthusiastic every episode about promoting her you know, social media. You know, I'm in a really happy place right now. Well, I'm at David Guy Levy, <laughs> at David Guy Levy on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and we were uh, at D Tissues on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to hydrate. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do that.
guys can see my dick. I don't care. I care. I mean, let me leave the room. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joshing y'all. <laughs>